Happy New Year. This is your favorite Nigerian, Ugo. And I'm your problematic sister, Kristen. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Did y'all miss us? It's 2020. Bitches is out here glistening and glowing. You know, we just out here doing it. Zipping it and zooming it, you know? Real shit. I'm coming with a new energy. What's your energy? Not a new energy, but just, I guess, an unlocked energy. You saw me at your New Year's Eve party. Oh, bitch. (laughs) Oh, bitch, did I? Did I? Look, I just had to try something a little new, like just step out of my comfort zone with my outfit had or every inch of her titties out. She but had all legs out. That is First of all, business. you would think that I threw the party in the summer because I was confused. I was like, where the fuck is you going? Like, I had my fur on. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, brother. It wasn't even a, it wasn't really, oh, really brother. a fur. It really wasn't even a fur like that, y'all. <laughs> like, it's really not that deep. No, but, yes, everybody, happy 2020, happy new year. We out here. Um, we hope you guys had a good new year. See, How was your whatever. new year? Well, I mean, I was with you that night, so, I mean, I had a good time. I didn't realize I was as drunk as I was until Bitch, I got home. Let me tell you. Because, like, I got home and... Like, mind you, I had to drive from a pretty substantial distance away from my house. So I'm driving, 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 and I parked my car, and then I just had a realization, like, oh, fuck, I don't feel sober, but I, then I went in the house, and then my attitude was like, okay, bitch, I'm you're drunk. drunk. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know when you just want to touch comfort, like the bed? Like, mm-hmm. I just had to touch something comfortable, and but in the meantime, I also wanted to eat, so I had to be like, yo, what's more important, my comfort or my hunger? My hunger won at that point, <laughs> so I had to warm up some, thank God I had food. I warmed up some food, ate real quick, and that sleep, immaculate, oh. macriate. <laughs> like, I, I felt like I was sleeping on clouds. Wow. It was beautiful. How was yours? Well, I mean, we were together, Bitch. but- when i tell you that drunk hit me like a fucking brick and the craziest part was like you said like i didn't know that i was that drunk Mm -hmm. until we got upstairs and we went to go lay down bitch i was like oh nah i don't have the strength to take off my makeup i'm not taking off this wig i'm not doing any of this shit i'm not doing anything but laying down in bed and you saw we ordered $60 worth of food and fell asleep before the fucking- y'all, are, y'all are some assholes for that, Joe. What the fuck did you order? Yo, I don't even, all I remember was chicken. And that nigga don't even eat chicken. Oh, y'all, y'all are some assholes. Y'all are some assholes. So I was really like, because I remember waking up the next day and I'm like, babe, what? Did we ever get that food? Because I know I didn't eat it. Like, I was like, I don't remember how it tastes. Maybe I was that drunk. And he was like, nah. Like, that shit really was gone. Finished. Just. But anyways, New Year's Eve was fun. Besides the champagne shower. Sir, you know who you are. You that was not. You that was not a very smart decision of you. That you was the dumbest you shit you did in 2020. 
and the shit just started. It just started a couple days ago. You knew what you were doing, and you knew you had to. Nigga clean thought up. he was in a music video. Everyone was like, "What are you doing?" Like, like, or you were someone popping, like stupid ass. Whole time, it's only about like fifteen or twenty of us downstairs. Like, all you heard, the funniest thing is, I was watching the videos over, and all I heard was like girls screaming, and I just saw them running towards like where we were. <laughs> I wasn't beef for the shit. And mind you, I didn't even know what was going on at the point until nah, I, I heard I the screaming. I was tight. I was like, so really who's cleaning this up? Because <laughs> it ain't me. Not me. And I surely stuck to that principle. I surely did not. <laughs> no, the fuck I shall not. And see, that's my New Year, not New Year's resolution, because I've always been doing the same shit. I'm sticking to my principle. Mm-hmm. And I said what the fuck I said. Mm-hmm. That's my vibe for the year. I said what the fuck I said. Bitch. Truthfully. Because, I mean, like, y'all not going to fight me. Exactly. And if you are, like, you're going to Who's going to beat me is the question. You can fight. Daryl, what are you taking selfies? Are you taking selfies right now? You can talk. the light skin yes, face Yes, on. I am. You That's didn't right. see the light skin face? With the light skin face, yeah. <laughs> I, I was looking out of the corner of my eye and I was trying to ignore it. I'm like, all right, this nigga want to be a light skin. Like, even more light skin. Than y'all obviously haven't seen what he looks like, but he's He's a light skin nigga. He's light. He's not, not light no, bright, no, but he's not. I'm but he's not light. light. But hold on. By the way, I'm oh, not brother. light. You even have light colored eyes. Look at my hand. Look at your hand. No, they can't see you. First on of your all, your hands is ashy. My hands is ashy. My lips is ashy too. Ew, that's Why not how you supposed to start 2020. Mm. Why are you starting Anyways, 2020? Anyways, guys. I got the Bliss Text and Vaseline in the car, by the way. But it's not but on your you're lips. You're not using it. Get it together, Anyways, 2020. We are going to. <laughs> like, I we got a good episode for y'all because it's 2020. We're trying to start this shit off right. Yes. yes. This shit about to be fun. We about to have fun as we always do. Amen. Yes. Fuck is we talking about, Chris? Okay. So um, I've been reading a lot of articles lately. One, because I have entirely too much free time at work. Um, don't ask me what I do. If you know, you know. Just know that I have a decent amount of free time because at some points it's slow. Same. So what do I do uh, if I'm not on social media? I read a lot of articles on various websites, and I came across a, um, an article on a website that I frequent, and the article is called 12 Random Stats That Might Explain Your Dating Situation. Now, me being me, I was my radar popped up. I'm like, hmm, this sounds a little interesting. So, you know, I read through it, and then I hit the group chat. I'm like, y'all, like, please look at this article. I think it'll be, like, some really good content for us. Lo and behold... That shit had a lot of gems in it. So what we're going to do, we're going to... Major keys. We're going to go through all of them um, as quickly as we possibly can. Just some you know, light conversation yeah, on them. Because I got the attention span of a nap. Truthfully. So, <laughs> so we'll see what everybody thinks of it. Uh, so the first stat that they have are the most popular dating spots. Um Amongst the top ones were Starbucks, oh, Chick-fil-A, ghetto. Panera, Barnes & Noble, Cheesecake Factory, etc. Now, personally, I think that all of those are unnecessary. Um, they sound a little played out. Like, I mean, you can think there's so many places you can go to other than the places that I just listed. Um, and I feel like you don't have to, you know, you don't have to settle for something that low if you don't I mean if that's not low to y'all like more power to you but you don't have to settle for that if that's not what you actually want but um I I mean I think it's played out like I don't know I don't know what you guys think but I feel like there are definitely other kind of dates other than 
you know, cafe, dinner, go to the bookstore kind of days. I think a nigga need not take me to no cheesecake factory. <laughs> Don't ever take me to a chain restaurant because we're going to have problems. And Chris, you know how I feel about chain restaurants. Yes, I do. After I think that. it depends on the female because you got some females that never been places. You got you got females that never been to Cheesecake Factory. And whose motherfucking fault is that? It's very accessible. So I uh, so you got a guy that slide through and be like, "Yo, you trying to go to Cheesecake Factory?" Oh, I never been there. And then 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 and you beat that night. It's cool. I just feel like a lot of Wait, people. Wait, did he say? And you beat that night? And we just gonna let? <laughs> you know he be saying some bullshit after fucking cheesecake. Yeah, you know he be saying some bullshit. No, but I just feel like a lot of people just decide that they want to accept whatever is given to them just because it's offered. And I feel like you need to do a little bit more negotiating and a little bit more conversation to actually know your partner or know the person that you're dating. And if you know the person that you're dating, you may find out that Cheesecake Factory, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, Please, that what ain't are we the doing space in Starbucks that we're having a date. What is what's there? I don't even do? like coffee, so I ain't the spot for me. I'm very <laughs> confused why Starbucks is sitting there on the list because apparently that was the number one spot too. But you need cheap dates? Why? You need cheap dates. Why? Starbucks? Free Wi-Fi? You know what? That's the end of you. You're done for this episode. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, I don't like coffee, so I wouldn't do Starbucks. But I could see why. Hey, you'd be like, hey, let's you know, let's go to Starbucks. Chill out there for like an hour. We done got a croissant and two a lattes. Croissant? We're going to share a croissant. Hey, share? God. <laughs> share? Hey. Oh and my two God. lattes. And I got the coupon. The, the what? But I want to get one the free. Cute. Like the cute. <laughs> Shout out to I'm Drew. From, I'm from Yo, nah, clearly I was are. saying that shit the other day on the avenue. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking ugly. Once again, if we have anybody from Baltimore, shout out to oh, you. But your, your accents are kind of atrocious. You <laughs> leave. Yeah, like the fuck is that? Nah. Anyway, um. So the second point that they made was, um, what subconsciously makes you feel connected to somebody on a first date? Money. Hey, I mean, if you have a lot of money, honestly, you could just you can get a lot of places, and I think that's just a fact of the matter. You could be ugly. You could, you know, be on the whatever um, height spectrum, weight spectrum you want to be. Fair. A lot of things get a pass if you got money, and I'm. Sorry, that's I just read it somewhere. Um, so one of them they said is um knowing somebody's last name is a privilege. Um hmm. and I and I found that really interesting. On the first date? On the first date. Oh, on the first date, I'm not telling you my last name. Yeah, absolutely. Because yes. that's why you can why kill me. I've watched you <laughs> before. Like you can literally kill me. I've watched you and I've seen what niggas could do with one factor of information. I'm not giving you my last name. So, Even though it's on all of my social media, but I'm not. I'm still not doing it. it. <laughs> like, what the hell? But um, also they said that when you're on a first date, you should make it a point to actually say their name like multiple times throughout the date to like make them feel see important or to make I them read I'll that. Do it to, I'll do it to remember it. No, I read that and that that was creepy because to me, if we're in normal conversation and you keep saying my name, I'm gonna be like. How are you, Ugo? Do you want to go over here, Ugo? Like, I'm gonna be like, nah, you're a killer. Like, <laughs> that's Joe creepy. Goldberg. Joe Goldberg. Will Will Bettelheim. That's what the fuck you. And are. Dexter. That's you. 
And if you don't know any of those shows, go that watch them. Creep- but wait, what are some things that like subconsciously attract you on the first date? Honestly, I feel like bringing bringing up things that aren't quote unquote standard to like a first date. Like I'm I'm very talkative when it when I'm like really passionate about things. So if you sense that like if you have like a passion about anything, just speak about it. Like I'm very open to listening. So if you if I see that you have a drive and you have something that you're really interested in and you can articulate yourself really, really well, that connects me to be like, okay, like what else does he have to say? Like what else is he interested in? I I just like somebody who's very articulate and can present themselves well. Cause some people are really just like brick walls mm-hmm. and it is very hard to speak to a brick wall, especially somebody like me. Like I hate pulling conversation out of people. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if you can lead a conversation as well as, fo- sir, can you put your fucking brick ass phone away? I just cannot. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> like if you, <laughs> did, you see, did you see him pull his phone? What is it? He looked like he was about to cry. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> no, nah, but like, if you can lead a conversation just as much as you can follow somebody, that connects me. What about you? Other than money. money oh, okay. other than money. Oh, wow. <laughs> Takes out all of the attraction, doesn't it? It's like, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, what attracts me? Obviously, passion as you said but I feel as though like as long as like if the conversation can feel as though like I've been talking to somebody I've known for a long ass time yeah then I'm like oh I bet like I fuck with this mm-hmm. type of vibe yeah when it feels like you're not like forcing a conversation out and yeah. it just like flows organically mm-hmm. for sure um the next topic was how long <laughs> how long do individuals prefer to wait before having sex for the first time well now, next question. According to the study that they did for this article, I'd like to hear. Um, it. they said that people on average wait until the eighth date to have sex. Men start to question having sex around the fifth date, with women questioning around the ninth date. Um, we, <laughs> I honestly feel like it really depends on how often are you seeing this person, like. Are you seeing them like very spaced out? If are it's you like seeing them a date a month or a date like, like a every date every two weeks? Two weeks like eight dates, sixteen weeks, well four months. Hoochale. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but I'm speaking as me. I'm I'm not everybody. I just feel like there are certain things that need to be explored. Sooner rather than later. Yeah, because nobody wants to feel as though they not necessarily wasted their time. But you wasted my time with your small pee pee. (laughs) No, he felt so. I thought that's where you were going. He felt so. That's like a jig. That's not where we were going. No, 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 no. That's where we're going because I mean, you would hate. I feel like anybody would hate to be in that scenario because at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of people place a decent amount of importance on sex in a relationship why i just feel like that's such a juvenile way to think i mean no offense if anyone like yeah i want sex on the first date 
And I've, like, see, that's the thing. I've been in situations where I've done that before. Mm -hmm. And it has been successful. Like, it's not like, because as I said, I don't know what episode I said this in. Once you walk through the door, I know if I'm going to have sex with you or not. Absolutely. And That's what my baby mother said. So my thing is, like, I was just talking to said person um, over the weekend. I was like, oh, I knew I wanted to fuck you. Mm. But it was just fun acting, like, and just seeing you, like. I think think it's also on how they act. Because you could see and be like, you know what? I want to fuck him. You know what I mean? Or I'll be like, oh, and y'all start talking or the maybe the date goes on and, if and it something goes well, happens. Okay. If it goes, if something happens, you'd be like, you know what? Never mind. Ah, he ain't That's, that's he very ain't true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then and if then it goes like, well, oh, it's well, like, yeah. like I oh, said, I'm really about to I fuck the shit, shit out of you. <laughs> like, bet. And let's then, go. And then it's like at that point, once you start having date two, date three, date four, and everything is still going well, yep. it's like. How much of, oh, I really, really, really want to fuck you am I going to take until I actually do it? Like, it's like a, almost like a balloon. Like, how much think, helium can I put I into think the that's balloon more be- until I, I it think, pops? I think that's more better, though. I think the more feeling better. is more, more better. More Hashtag better. More better. <laughs> more better. Yeah. You heard it. Um, <laughs> do say D. More better. Because um, in reality, it's a buildup. Imagine that first time. <clears throat> I want to first, the first day I want to fuck. The first day I don't fuck. I'm like, damn. Then the I need I need this second date. And the second date I don't fuck. I'm like, damn, I might be aggravated. Like, oh, uh, but I want her. If I really want her, that third time and us going out and it just happening, maybe, it'll be more that passion and it'd be more, you know, in depth opposed to you know the first night. I'm like, oh. And then I don't even really know her, but I know I wanted to fuck her, and then I fucked her. And then it's like, ah. Uh. And then you get to know her and you really don't like her. Hey, well, I'm and just here like, to say, ladies, in 2020, look at me. I'm a walking testament. Bitch, fuck that nigga on the first date. You'll be fine. Next question. <laughs> so next is, how often should you see your significant other to keep the relationship healthy? Um, according to this, they said once a week. Um, for somebody like me, my love language is quality time. Um, I shout am, out to our episode Love and Other Drugs. Yes, please go listen to that. Um, I actually do say Daryl was on that episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm in very close proximity to the person that I'm dating, I'm sorry. Once How a week, close, close. That's true too. Um, I feel like close in terms of if I'm really, really busy in the day a distance in which I feel like isn't a task to get to after my busy day so I feel like maybe no more than an hour maybe dedication no more than an hour because I've done I've done it before I ain't gonna lie but me being somebody whose main love language is quality time once a week ain't enough for me truth be told I like being around the person that I like or the person that I'm dating. We don't necessarily have to be on dates. Like, we could just spend time with each other. Because sometimes you just want to kick it. Like, you don't have to go out and do the whole grandiose kind of thing, whatever. And I guess that's in when you're established, though. Not, like, for a second, third date. <laughs> like, nigga, we got to do some <laughs> shit. But that's me. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. Really? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Once a week is fine to you? I mean, 
it obviously depends on to me you know hold on is that being that's not in contact what like, you mean? that's like seeing once a week but in contact every day no, no, like literally, like seeing them, being in the but are in you the in the presence them every day? Like you talking, texting. We all don't that have. Stuff. I, okay, That's I a, will yeah. say we don't have to talk all day, but I would at least like to hear from you every once day. every day, every even day. if yes. it's even yes. if it's on some shit like, hey, like I'm super busy today. Whether I'm studying, I have a really busy day. I'm traveling, whatever the case may be. I'm not gonna be able to. But just here I am, wellness check. And I'll speak to you when I speak to yeah, you. Just you like, anything, uh, just for like known purposes. Uh, yeah, does, yeah, we don't even have to speak all day. At least just, that. At least because I've been in situations where I haven't talked in, in a couple of days. She was fucking someone else, Daryl. Next, or was or I? Were you? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If she's okay with that, she was fucking someone else. <laughs> That's if very she true. was, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, this one was really interesting. Is that an underrated key to relational happiness? Uh, according to a study of a thousand men and women, uh, when someone is dating an individual who is con- who is a conscious and healthy eater, they're happier in their relationship. So, even if their even if their own lifestyle is quote unquote unhealthy, whether it be you don't have a great diet, you don't exercise, you engage in unhealthy activity whatever the case may be like crack like crack (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even gonna ask that (laughs) um but i feel like that's interesting because do i think that's true while i think that it's you know cool to know that your partner is healthy i don't see i don't see the relation between like what they're doing versus how the relationship ends up going. I feel like maybe it's like an indirect way because you tend to pick up the habits of your partner. So say for instance, me and you, Chris, are dating and I eat like trash and I do all of this unhealthy shit. Even if you had that lifestyle before where you're pretty healthy and you're upkeeping with everything, Mm -hmm. you're going to fall more so, especially if we hang out together a lot. Yeah. You're going to fall more so into my direction or I'm going to fall more so into Into your direction. But usually more often than not, it's, Whichever one is easier. Yeah. So if it's easier to fall into my direction where I'm just eating fast food every day and just sitting down and just doing this, you're going to fall into that. Yeah. So that, but that can also in turn lead to now you feeling unhappy with yourself, which is going to obviously affect the relationship's happiness. That's fair. So I feel like it, when I read that, I was like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Like, that's fair. It's more indirect. That's fair. Uh, the next one is how many dates lead to exclusivity? One. Very, very interesting conversation. One. Uh, so according to this article... <laughs> and I'm your girlfriend. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to this uh, article, on average, you should wait eight dates to bring up the topic of exclusivity if you go on one date per week. I know. And in the article, she actually said it's interesting that there's an eight-week gap on having sex for the first time and then being exclusive for the who first the time. Fuck? First of all, who the fuck is waiting eight weeks to fuck? Two, I'm not waiting eight weeks for you to give me the loop de loop and the run around. Like, we're not doing that. Truth be told. Because also, I feel like it is your due diligence to also insert sort of questions in between whatever time it is that you want to be exclusive, whether it is that first date or it's eight dates, like this article said. There, are, I think there are certain conversations or certain questions that you should ask somebody to sort of gauge their seriousness exactly. in terms of dating. And like, even. 
outside of asking those questions, there are certain cues that someone will give Absolutely. you if they want to be serious or not. And those cues normally come fairly early, exactly. I feel. Like nobody who doesn't want to be in a relationship unless they're doing, they're like trying to quote unquote sell a dream just to get sex. Nobody's going to drag themselves that long mm-hmm. if they don't want to be in a relationship. This is a long time. Eight weeks is a long ass time. Isn't it like 12 weeks in a semester or 11 weeks or something, something like that? Shit. Eight weeks is two months. Like two. I will months. fucking lose my mind. Yeah. Two weeks is a lot to no. wonder if Especially you're if in I the don't right. Especially really like you. Like, girl, go sit down. Yeah. Eight weeks is a lot to dedicate to something that you don't want. <laughs> Truthfully. Um, the next topic was what is the expiration date on most new relationships? Six months. They said three to five, so oh, you're not necessarily wrong. Um, they said it gives you enough time to show the level of commitment and energy that's being put forth on both sides. I feel like that's very true. After that six month mark, it's like, all right, you kind of understand like what this, per- what you, how you feel about the relationship and how the other person feels, mm-hmm. and you get to like gauge um, their seriousness because it's like yeah. after six months, nobody is putting on a front anymore. And yeah. you gonna see their true colors. Basically, that's how I feel. I was about to say, it's really hard to fake that you really are serious about someone for a long ass time. Because there's just things that show. Like, when you're, especially if the other person is very serious. Mm -hmm. Because there's just certain things that you want to start doing that are a level above just, like, regular going on dates or whatever. Like, you start having certain conversations that are very, like, inclusive to the both of you. And some... Just okay, and somebody that isn't serious about you will show extreme (laughs) apprehension, and it'll be very hard to fake like they want to do that. So I completely agree. I think three to five. Sad though, like most relationships don't make it past six months. I know that shit is kind of scary. It's sad. It's actually very sad. It's it has to happen because everybody's not for everybody. Very true. But we do have lustful thoughts. Um, things. Do uh, move I, faster than they're supposed to sometimes. That's true as well. And sometimes we got to draw back. Sometimes we got to be like, you know what? This is not going to work. I think the lust wears out after like the first month. Especially like if you run in my course and you fucking on the first day. After the first month, my nigga, lust has finished. It's okay. I know now. Like, <laughs> I can see. I shine my eyes. Yeah, you just like, honestly, you really do like. A lot of people make a good impression lustfully after that first time. And I know they're like, oh, sometimes, you know, the first time is like not an accurate representation of da da da. I don't give a fuck. Like, truthfully, if I don't like it, like, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just not happening again. Sorry to that man. That means it can happen again. I'm not going to not, you know, there's some performances that, you know, didn't go as you thought it was going to go. But from you know, from a man's point of view, we have some bad days, and um, is that when you guys come fast? <sighs> you can answer. Um, because what think, is a bad day? All right, peep this: a bad day is not come fast. It may be for so the when one, it doesn't get hard. It may be the oh my god, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> um, we're gonna get so, we're gonna so, are we? <laughs> so if I come fast, that's a good thing. Cause then it's like, dang, this shit, I can't even that resist. That shit fire. Like, the shit fire. Oh my and I, God. I like to be a marathon man, but if I'm doing a marathon, marathon. that means. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I'm yelling all that out. But <laughs> just understand if I have a bad day and it's not. 
let me keep it funky. I done heard this before to where she was like, yo, it, it didn't get as hard as it was, you know, as last time. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> but in reality. It's that old age. In reality, <laughs> you know, a lot of things, things happen during the course of the day that maybe people don't know. You might have beat off five times that morning. Five. And then that night. Hello? You five? Not, you're not on 100%. You might be on 80. But she recognized it and you got flagged. So. Flagged. Said, if it was a play. In result, I don't think the one time is good enough. I think it should be like two. Give it give it two times. Two two times. That is fair. You might be like, damn, that shit wasn't good that time. Facts. That I've had not to take away, it might, like that. it would happen again. But I think, you know, performance-wise, just one time. That's like. That's like you winning every race. You're not going to win every race. You're going to come in second sometime. Is this what you tell yourself in America? You yeah. I'm in America. I'm in like, yo, you shit. Get, that night, that <laughs> last night wasn't tomorrow. And this is where we're going to cue off. No, nah, just say really, Daryl, because that was very passionate. Like, my nigga gave himself a pep talk just now. All right. Point eight of this fucking <laughs> article. Oh, this. Is just trying this to make thing. it to 12. <laughs> right. So this one, actually, Daryl, we need your input on. Oh, okay. brother. Because it's what things turn men off about women that they're seeing. You only get two. So according to this article, the biggest turnoffs are belittling a man's sexual needs, okay. comparing him to other men, and guilt tripping him for wanting to do things outside of spending time with you. Mm-hmm. You, obviously, meaning the woman. Yeah, that's a hard. That's a hard one too. Cause wait, this is on the first date. Cause or? females do that. I um, guess this is within the the guilt, the guilt tripping, the guilt tripping for time, and blah, blah, blah. that happens. Um, I ask that again. Oh, what turns you off about women that you're seeing outside of the three that I said? Cause see, a big thing for me. Is I might, it depends on your situation. For one, I want to see your cleanliness. Because that's a big thing for me. Even if I hop into your car, I'll be like, yo, I don't want to drive. Can you drive? So I can see your car. Or I'll be like, yo, let's go to your place instead mm-hmm. of mine. Mm-hmm. And I see the house. Mm-hmm. So a big thing is cleanliness. You know why? Because we could be cool. The pussy could be excellent. But if you're not clean. My future long-term thing will be like, you know what? I'm not really, this is not going good. Mm-hmm. I'm not even feeling you like that. Right. Because it's going to come up time and time again where it's not right. Right. So a big thing for me is cleanliness. Oh. And then the other ones you said actually are, are key moments too. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that one? What was the, the second one you said? Comparing him to other men. Oh, my gosh. I saw, I was going to jump on the little pee pee and all that because some some people some girls would be like yo his thing is bigger than yours. It might be. Oh my goodness, is that a is that a? You couldn't be with a dude and be like that's your man right and then you say oh but my exes was bigger than yours. Like there's no way that you can say that line and think there's a future because that's fair to a man it's so. It's like degrading. It's but like she said. And mind you, you, and mind you, you could be like, "Yo, that thing wasn't bigger than yours, but you do it better." I think that is cool. But if you all the way degrading a man, and that's our 
down there, mm-hmm. like, hey, it's small, he better than you, bop, 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 bop. You might as well don't talk to me no more. Because okay. if you keep doing it, if you keep talking to me, I'm like, oh, okay, she likes me. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm nobody. I'm a little guy. I can go kill myself. Uh, because oh you have a small dick? Yo. There's guys that have done it. I ain't going to knock suicide. But there's guys that hold females at so much of a high pedestal that if she looked down and be like, I don't like you, mm-hmm. they would think their world is over. Sheesh. Where in reality, for both sexes, no man or female should dictate your life. Because you, <laughs> you own that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's really, it's out there. Y'all know. Oh I'm going to be like, yo, I hate you. You are nobody. Matter of fact, that happened not too long ago. Some dude in college, some chick, she's actually on trial where she told him to go kill herself. And he went and did it. He was in college and all that. Some Chinese guy. What? It, we, I, I'm going I'm to try to pull it up so I can send it to you. Why is she on trial? Because she told him in Texas, go kill yourself. So she's on trial. I'm not, we, I ain't gonna get into the details, but shit like that. You feel me? She basically, mind you, from a, I think from another country, I think she was in China. I don't know what was the dilemma, mm-hmm. but she was texting this guy like, yo, you know, I, it's over, go kill yourself. And then he went and killed himself. So they're trying to hold her accountable My God. for him doing it. So right. you see how weak guys are. Okay. On well, a, on a bit right. of a lighter note, Look, I um, goodness from that because that was a lot. Yeah, that was deep. Because uh, the next point that they next, have, just ask your questions to me because that, I, that like, was so much. <laughs> um, the next one is: Does astrology actually play a role in the in compatibility? Oh, I like that one. So basically, they said no. Um, because when you put too much of a, emotional investment, it's like self sabotage. Yeah, it's like. Um, self-fulfilling prophecies. Like if somebody, if you're dating, uh, Aries, right. Mm-hmm. And Aries quote unquote shows that they're really big hotheads and they like to be like over-exaggerated with their anger and stuff like that. And you, your man shows that they're really, really angry towards you. Then other than them just being like a shit person for treating you terribly, you, you blame it on, you them. Blame it on them being an Aries. Mm. And I fully agree. Like, you know, I think the like the astrology banter is fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, and you know, Libra gang all day. Oh my! But gosh. um, oh I'm not gonna truthfully take into consideration somebody's astrology. I think that's a little bit asinine. Like, nigga, I'm I ain't probably gonna know your birthday for a minute, like, or remember it for a minute. In all actuality, so I mean, everyone I, knows the only birthday I remember is mine. So like, I don't care if you were Gemini, Leo, or fucking Capricorn. Like, they're not the same though. How are they? What are you? I mean, I don't know what I am. No, you know, his she birthday. Knows. She just, knows um, when he went to. So we don't. No, know. no, no. His so birthday recently just passed, and remember we were joking about his age. You're a Virgo. Leo. You're a Leo. You know I'm a Leo. All I day. I forever. Yeah, I said, you kept you said that in another episode, and I was like, nobody gives a shit. Oh, okay. 
Wow. Absolutely the fuck not. Absolutely the fuck not. Next. Because what the fuck? You invited him on the mic today. Oh my God. Anyway, next one is when should you introduce someone to your family or friends? The answer is when you get engaged and or when you get the invitation for the wedding. What about if you do it before? Then, I mean, that's on you. But that's not what I... No, I'm just kidding. Um, They said that millennials so are around our yeah. age tend to think around the 10th date is mm. okay for you to you know meet friends and family but quote unquote dating experts i don't know who these experts are <laughs> the fuck? say that within say that five months is a good time and that you should also avoid family functions at all costs if you mm. are not exclusive yet which i 100 percent agree don't no, play yourself no don't, don't play yourself so i do because there's a lot of friends that be in there. Oh, no, nah, that's just my friend. That, see, and they I didn't... hold different views, hmm? you know, now that I've experienced what I've experienced mm. in 2019. <laughs> uh, 2019 it was a wild year. It was year. a wild Let year. Let me tell you. Tell you. The end of this year, last year, <laughs> wild. Um, very crazy. Mm. But uh, we all know I started this podcast with one view and uh, clearly switched to another. Mm. Point being that I feel as though... You should never introduce your partner to your family. It's just not going to turn out right. You're going to be sweating and you're going to be nervous the whole fucking time. Every minute of the two hours. But two hours. it was two hours. I know bitch. it was two hours. I and I almost passed out. But I say all that to say, um, 10 dates, it's, it, it's fair, but it also depends on how frequent those dates are. Because like in our situation, this shit was like every weekend. Like type mm-hmm. shit. So those ten days just passed probably in the span of less than probably less than ten weeks. I would exactly. Say. So I'm looking at it like, okay, well, what? Oh, you're pouring up. Okay, never mind. Oh. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. So, anyways, I'm looking <laughs> at it like, well, I mean, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it's not right to introduce him to my family. Yeah. But at the same time, to me, I'm looking at it as, oh wow. But, you know, my principle is I'm not going to introduce till I'm engaged mm-hmm. or I'm married. And I said this, like, the first ep- second episode, first episode? It was yeah. the first episode of season one. Don't worry, I'm holding strong for you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I just, and I also agree with that, like, uh, the don't bring him to, like, a family function. 100% agree. Because that's how I was introduced to his dad's side. And this was before we actually got into the relationship so i was like oh you your dad's 60th what like you introducing me at your dad's birthday party like that's mm-hmm. i almost had a fucking heart attack like mm-hmm. i was like this is too much literally like, all eyes are on you bruh. like not a single eye will not be on bruh. you the only time the eyes will not be on you is it's when they cut the cake that if somebody's baby needs to get changed or some shit like that other than that or the if somebody are, passes out yeah other than that and they're, they'll be call, looking at you like okay can you call <laughs> no but um you'll be like look at this bitch that you brought she don't do nothing <laughs> yeah she don't do nothing for you <laughs> useless no but please um i just feel like you you i feel like you kind of know when it's okay especially if you know your family and yes. how they'll be receptive to somebody that you bring. Because exactly. some people, you could bring them on the fucking first date and they're like, oh, hey, you want some cookies to take home? Da, That's da, da. true. And then some, 
are really like some grillers. Like they'll that you need to have like a really formal sit down and have a conversation and all that kind of stuff. And you can't do that with somebody on the first date though. That's true. You don't know and them I feel from a like, Cause my mom had said it once, like she would rather prefer us to um bring anybody that we're dating early on so that she can tell us how she feels about them early on. Rather than like if I was dating him for like a year. And I'm like, oh And you're already let extremely me, emotionally yeah, exactly. Invested. Let me bring you now to the family she's like i'd rather you bring him like a few months so i could tell you how i feel about him not that that's gonna make or break the relationship but it's going to like it's gonna have have some impact impact. Mm -hmm. exactly so um i just feel like it it, it, it's all dependent on the vibe that you have between you and your partner Mm -hmm. and then if you feel as though that relationship is strong enough to withstand meeting the family absolutely especially a family like my child 100 Okay, number 11. We're almost there, guys. Don't worry. Um, Who has a harder time dealing with a breakup, men or women? Men. Absolutely men. And she, the um, person who wrote this article explained it to a T, I believe it 100%. And that is? So, women, they, gre- so they, women are already emotionally invested into relationships, so they're already cognizant of their emotions in relation to the relationship so it's easier for them to grieve properly because they know how their emotions have been altered or changed by the relationship so then they can heal and then they can move on whereas men they're not as cognizant with their relationships during the actual relationship Mm -hmm. so then once it ends then they want to try to play catch up and be like oh well shit i realized what happened oh wow i really love you exactly (laughs) yeah and then i realize that now that's actual actual i cannot tell you how many situations i've been in where it's like oh now like a month or two later now just because now you're processing the breakup me that i've already processed it i've already put you in the dustbin like everything i've cried all the cry that i need to cry everything is finished and now i'm moving on now you're like oh can we talk can we sit down and can we no. work things out your father idiot i'm not working anything out with you like are you crazy it's like I where were you, you? no, like, no because yourself exactly because it's like where were you when i wanted to talk about imagine. it before and you just weren't cognizant of like, what i was feeling stupid. come on son because that shit really be stressing me i'll be like yo y'all niggas are stupid like and i feel like that's so true because women are just like quicker to deal with the breakup yeah especially because as you said like we're cognizant of our emotions so it's like okay i'm processing this faster than a man would but a man he'll be walking down the down the street and he'll pass a store and he'll be like oh see her favorite bottle of wine i miss her and then that's when the dms come in that's when the niggas start messaging you on cash app that's when the niggas start emailing you i don't got no fucking time for that shit like send you a dollar like hey that shit. When I saw that, I was like, "This is fucking crazy!" Like, don't give me a That's how you get them. They be like, "You might, you can't." Can you reply? Talking about reply? unblock me? No, fuck uh, you! Like, send you twenty dollars. Like, unblock me, and I'm gonna accept it. I'm gonna cash it right out of my bank. Block you again? What Thanks. the hell? Exactly. You, you just unblock, bought me lunch. Then unblock me. Uh. <laughs> Not, no, but it's dead true though because I feel like women, whenever they go through any sort of like argument or disagreement when the actual relationship is going on, they're emotionally invested and they realize what's actually going on and how it affected them and how it affected the relationship so then if it happened again they're more likely to rationalize hey sh- is this isn't right because i didn't like it before and i'll leave or you know on in some cases you know i hate this i hate this i hate this but i i love the person whereas the man 
they'll see their girl or, you know, whoever they're dating, they'll see them upset, just be like, oh, damn, they're hurt. What can I just do to fix it? Rather than really understand why they're hurt. Mm -hmm. It's more about the solution rather than actually working through the problem, which are two different things. Because if I'm broke, you can give me $20 and, you know, I could buy whatever I need. Versus you see that I'm broke. What can I do to prevent me from continuing to be broke in the future? And we don't have to go through this again, sort of. All in all, niggas are trash. Next. True. And then um, last point, finally, is who actually says I love you first? Men or women? This, men. They say men. Men normally say I love you first and normally start experiencing those emotions within weeks of actually meeting a woman. And that is That is true 100% true. Let me tell you. true hot tea. It's true. And I I want a man to uh, disagree with me, Daryl. I know you can't because you're not facing the um, mic right now. So I don't know about first, though. That's like... Well, why does it matter who says I love you first? It doesn't matter. It's always a female to me. No. And then I'm like, oh, I love you too. Mm. No. Oh, he's cute. No. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> no. I never, I never ever in my life said it first. I, I don't think it matters who says it first. I don't think so either. But as the question is asking, men, men. tend to say it first. Okay. But chances are, like, once a man says it, the woman feels it also. Unless, like, the, on the first date, the nigga, once you get the salad. You know what? That's another, you. that's another one. I think <laughs> the woman feels it first anyway, regardless of what. Even if the man says it first, I think the woman feels it first anyway. I don't think that's don't true. But this, of, of course, there's given times where the other party doesn't... Either man or woman doesn't feel the same way. I'll say this. I feel like when it comes to I love you, I love you at the end of the day are just words yep. and showing that you love somebody. Well, even how more. you said it just now, because that, that was said to me. So I want to rebuttal with another question. Go ahead. I love you versus love, love you. you. Let's do that. I just said showing that you love somebody. Yeah, because you well, you said I love I can't you just now, showing. and I was like, okay, because I heard that before. You were like, I've said love you, and it was like, well, you didn't say I love you. Is it that serious? To me, I feel as though the only difference between those is there a difference? Yes, the only difference between okay. the two is emotional attachment. I feel like a guy would say love you opposed to I love you. No. First, that's not true. That's not just okay. not true. I think it's just you, sis. Okay. <laughs> I take that. That's tea. I don't I know what that. to tell you. I think it's just you on that one. I take that because because I think it's part of the player thing too. Because you be like, I'm gonna come out the game like I love you, and she's gonna be like, Oh wow, he loves me. No, but it, that's it's good that you brought that up mm-hmm. because when mm-hmm. I was speaking about the I love you, the words. In relation to I love you, the actions. Uh. A woman can just do things off the strength of they like somebody without loving them. Uh-huh. Just uh-huh. because they like somebody so much that they feel. But mm-hmm. we're also cognizant of I'm not going to put my feelings in jeopardy for somebody that I think potentially doesn't feel the same for me. Whereas a man, I'm, not, I'm very hard pressed to find a man that would tell somebody I love you. Without doing things that show, show that they love them. I'm very hard-pressed. Very true. You know what I'm saying? Like Because I feel like for a man, that automatically, t- quote-unquote, takes so much sometimes. Like mm-hmm. That shows 
even a step of emotional investment into somebody. Uh You know what I'm saying? Like there, I'm not saying that men are unable to, you know, do things for somebody just because you like them, but sometimes it's hard. Like you take your own personal interests as a man in mind sometimes before the emotional attachment that towards a woman. And that's just how it is. But everybody, those were the 12 stats that might affect your dating status. And I think that that was a very interesting article. Um, If you guys want the article, you can hit me up. I'll send you the link. It's a very interesting article, a very quick read. Um, Sis, I know you have one that you want to get into. We can skim through it real quick. Do we got time? Yeah, we can skim through it. We can skim through it real quick. Real, real quick. You sure? Are we answering these too? We just want to talk about it. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Very, very quickly. Let's though. do it. That's why you took the whole episode because you didn't uh, think we was answering them. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bitch. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm we sorry. First hand. Fuck. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Well, wanted to get into a um, nice can, little article that I read. We could do it quickly. We got this. I don't know about that, Chief. We going to get through it how we get through it. I, oh. She spoke. Shit. I um, said what I said 2020. And that's the fucking vibe. But um, this article was in the New York Times. It's called 36 Questions That Lead to Love. Um, the idea is that mutual vulnerab- vulnerability fosters closeness. So this is what you would basically be asking on... It's a little intense for a first date for me. But, I mean, if a man was to ask me these questions, I would be like, oh, okay. Mm. Chances are, I will feel closer to you than I would if a nigga was asking me how my day was. Uh, yeah. So I should ask the questions then? You can also answer them. I'm going to ask the questions. Um. All right. Let's see. One of the questions that I was... So question number 23. Mm. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? Mm. You know what? What was those? 36 what? 36 questions that lead to love. I think those are viable questions you need There's to some ask. really <laughs> deep questions in here. I, even that like, one is, is serious. That's yeah, serious. Because you'll get something where they, they give you some trauma. Exactly. And you'd be like, and then oh, you, but, it, wow, but that's the point. It. Like, it opens up and it shows, like, yeah. you're able to be vulnerable with that yeah. person. Which yeah. why I said it's like, it may not, be a little bit intense for mm-hmm. a first date because if it's like, you I think showing thirty six questions is a little intense. I, I mean, don't but ask all maybe, thirty six. Yeah, maybe those, maybe all thirty six is is really you know because they have it in different sets. It's like set one, people, set this two. This is what I never did. I don't like dating without talking first. I don't mm-hmm. like. I I might I might talk to you for a week before we go out on a, on a date. To okay, be honest with normal. you. Oh, yeah. That's... But within that week, I might get in 20 questions. We've built, yeah, but within that um, week, we've built me? a like, report. Yeah, like, I'm we've like, built uh, some type of, you know. We got yeah. 16 more for you at the date. I done asked 20. <laughs> we got the 36. All right. <laughs> All right, but to answer your question, 23, Faye. Um, <laughs> As far as, like, my closeness to my family, I've said this, like, on multiple occasions at this point in time i'm very close to my family very close to my mom my cousins all that kind of stuff so family is extremely important to me and i honestly do think that my childhood was probably better than most people because i honestly can sit here and say that i don't think i've had a bad childhood i've had 
pretty bad childhood experiences, like isolated experiences. But as far as like my entire childhood, I feel like I've had a pretty good childhood. Truthfully speaking. What about you? I had some trauma. I mean, I had trauma too. Yeah. I'm talking about like as a whole though. Yeah, as a whole, I think I was blessed. I'm not even going to knock it. Um, Given all the circumstances, especially where I'm at now, but when I start to see or hear about other childhoods, and I'm like, dang, my thing wasn't even bad. All I got is a couple whoopings. Now, I mean, people was going through some trauma. It's like, all right, right now, I'm like, I, right, I had a, I had a good childhood. It was good. I can't even complain. Mm-hmm. You close to your family? Um, <coughs> I'm fairly close. Um, I could be closer, but being that my family is so big, I, I think I'm doing a good job and keeping in touch and going to see my grandmothers and. You know, little stuff to where it's like I could not be doing and be away or I could be doing the stuff I am doing and kind of being intertwined into into everything. That's nice. You know? Yeah. Next question is, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Oh, damn. The fuck, mm. New York bitch, Times? I'm trying to make you fall in love with me, bitch. Be mm. vulnerable. Who says I'm not already? Mm. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> what I said. No, I'm um, is there anything that I've dreamed of doing and I and why haven't done? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um I think that's also seeing where their passion is. Because you mm, might you might get some true. questions where you ask that and they be like, oh, I don't really nothing or you get some nothings or, uh, yeah, nah, or yeah. and you like oh facts, red flag facts yeah, yeah i like those questions cuz yeah. even to like bring it back to the previous article like i'm very like i said like i'm very drawn into people who show a passion for something mm, yeah. and i feel like everybody has something in their i'm going to assume everybody has something in their life that they haven't done for me i've been wanting to travel more and not to say that I haven't traveled already, but there's even places in the United States that I haven't been to mm. that I've wanted to go to. Mm. Mm. Um, the reason why I haven't, one, financially I wasn't where I was at this current moment, like about a year and a half ago. And I didn't have the time and I didn't have the motivation to, you know, do all of that kind of stuff. Mm. Mm. So now that I'm in a financially comfortable place to where I feel like I can travel and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, I would. Traveling is very big to me. I like seeing different things if I have to. Well, not if I have to, if I want to. So, yeah. Mm. What's something that I would want to do? Well, outside of my actual, like, career goals, because, duh, it's very clear why I haven't done that yet. (laughs) Um, I would definitely say, like, not splurging, but, like, spoiling my parents. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's just, to me. That's Same. something that I've dreamed of for like all my Same. damn life, but Same. obviously I haven't done it yet because I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Yet, so just like even the thought of the first time I buy my mom something like mm-hmm. real big mm-hmm. just like warms my heart. Mm-hmm. So like even just that like thought a house gives or me motivation. I mean, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but you know. 
yeah. A house. Mm. <laughs> I was thinking some Uggs. I was thinking yeah, like a watch. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. next question. No. Um, what do what roles do love and affection play in your life? Mm. I don't wanna give you the wrong impression. I need nothing. The future is not my model of love. <laughs> Let me tell you that right now. Mm. Love. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that was a track right there. That was, nah, that was a good that was song. the Bush, the Bush okay. Apartments. What was it? Um, Silvers. Silvers. Every. That was a great song. Because I but, feel like all women need love and affection. Um, all I think most people. Uh, I was gonna say I think people. I think I could do. I could do with the love, with the affection. I'm a. Kinda, you don't need affection. No, I'm kind of touching. Affection. I'm touching. People need. Sometimes people I'm like, ah, 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 and then it's like. I no, need my space. No, I, I think people need affection, need affection more affection. than love. Truthfully. I need my space. People need affection. Yeah, like there's actually. I think like everybody needs it. Show, but so, like true, like I'm a little touchy true, with it sometimes. True isolation, like it would drive you. Mad. Would drive you crazy. Yeah, sometimes I need some. Like you could, you could have the knowledge of somebody. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. But if nobody's showing you or doing anything exactly. affectionate wise would really drive you crazy. Gotcha. Gotcha. It sure I understand was. that one. Listen, yeah. y'all know my uh, um, love language. Yeah. Words of affirmation. You can tell me you love me, you love me for thirty-eight days. Yeah. If, if in those thirty-eight days I ain't seen nothing, I'm no like, affection. You're fucking idiot. What, I'm saying. Like, what the you. hell? You don't pull up to my house like, or like nothing. The fuck? Yeah. Like, you know where I live, nigga. Yeah. But I think love and affection is very. I I, I would say it. It's such a it, damn. I think with love, you show affection naturally. Not like, true. so. That's not, not true. true. I, because what I was about to say is like. What is affection really? It's the physical. Affections are the are the actions. And it's is like, this like, is it like a pat? It, reason why I, I love my mother. Mm-hmm. Do I show her affection? Do you hug her? You hug her? Is it. Oh, so Comfort this is her, do you kiss yeah her? yeah do you kiss like, her cheek like come yeah on. yeah like if embrace that's her. affection that's affection so that's what I was saying like okay. to me I feel as though as I was growing up love and affection were pretty separate because yes. I knew that I was loved and I knew that there was love within but my the family, affection, familial you really, unit yeah I just never saw that affection gotcha. yeah that's so now, see that's where I'm at too exactly now mm-hmm. as an adult I'm trying to piece together love and affection because together. I could do without I thought I could do without the affection. And now, That's, clearly, in my relationship, it's, it's getting a little bit hard. Yeah, because yeah, now, yeah. Exactly. Because it's way harder down the line to swallow the pill of not being shown affection mm, mm. in yep. your later life. And yeah. that's my dilemma on, again, I don't want to jump off anything. No, that's, go ahead. As me as a man and how I grew up, I felt love, but I didn't see affection from my male role models. Mm-hmm. Meaning my father's or... Any other, it was like, I didn't, who was married? One guy, and then y'all got divorced? Yeah. So what the heck? But I wasn't really seeing the affection. Like, yeah. oh, let me grab you up, and we doing the kissy thing. Roses. Nah, roses? I, I, who was doing that? Nah, that, nah that's really fair. <laughs> Nobody. That's really fair, because me and my mom, my mom never married, so I didn't have a male figure in the house. Mm. And then, because I was the youngest cousin, um... The only uh, quote-unquote affection that I saw wasn't the healthiest. Mm. And I grew up with, like, a whole bunch of women and one male cousin. So I didn't really, like you said, I didn't really see Mm -hmm. affection when it came to men and women. I only saw familial affection when it came to my aunts and me, my cousins and me, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, I 
in a there was a certain period of time where I tried to overcompensate the lack of affection that I had in my childhood with men. And I tried to seek affection in places that probably wasn't so healthy for me because I knew that there was no love attached to it. And it sucks when you swallow that pill and you realize like what I lacked in my childhood, I still didn't fully get even in my adulthood sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now that I was, finally in a situation that I was able to see both sides it was like wow like it took me 24 25 years for me to like truly feel what this is Uh but you know that's why in my life love and affection even like you like it was always separate Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. but you realize how beautiful it is now but I feel like because now it took me 24, 25 years to realize, okay, that these two should be hand in hand. For me, it's hard now because I'm like, you're so okay. used to what it yeah, was. I'm so used to, okay, maybe not the, I'm going to tell you I love you all the time. Cause you know, even when like, I'm, I'm numb to affection. Yeah. But even when like, like Chris, you'll hit the group chat sometimes and be like, Oh, I love you. And you'd be like, uh, yeah. and this bitch will not respond. I, you know, ass, like, and I'm like, I'll be, like, be leaving that shit for a few hours. I'll be like, and mind you, I say that shit, I say that shit at like 7 a.m. And I'm, I'm trying to get ready for work, work and everything. And I'm waiting, I'm like, 8 a.m., 9 a.m. Listen, bitch. 8 a.m., I already done took my pills like, for the day. She seen my and you know, because I be on Twitter too. And, uh, and that's the thing. That's and know. don't catch me, don't catch me when I'm PMS. Because I'd be like, these bitches don't love me. But no, I just feel like, even when like you do that to me, it's like, it's a little bit difficult. Like, I'm like, all right. Even though it's like not me verbally saying, oh, I love you. But like, I still have to type it. I'm like. <laughs> and sometimes you won't even type it. It'll be like, Ugo loved. <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, I dead ass will emphasize the message. I'll like the message. <laughs> be like, like, love that nigga back. Like, love you too, nigga. <laughs> But I just feel like it's hard for me now to, like, understand the concept that these two should go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Like, when you love someone, show them and love them out loud and learn to love them how they want to be loved. Mm -hmm. And we we touched on this in our Love and Other Drugs episode. Please, guys, listen to it. Exactly. Like, there's different ways to love people. One, it takes a lot for me to now learn to love people. And then two... Now I have to not only learn to love you, now I have to learn to love you how you want to be loved. How you want to be loved. Now I'm just like, all right, bitch. You're asking for a lot here. You're talking to a motherfucker who barely seen her parents kiss. Can we? Mm. It's a lot. Just dial back and regroup. Oh my gosh. Did you just bring that up? No, it's like, it's like, it's like trying to teach some, it's like trying to make somebody an architect when all they've done is play with like Legos. Exactly. It's really, really hard. So I'm just like, to me, it's, it's, it's difficult now, but I'm really trying to make the conscious effort. And because I don't want that to be the downfall of my relationship with my spouse, with my current partner, who I fucking hope ends up to be my spouse. Nigga, if I have anything to do with it, and this is a public service announcement to you, if I have anything to do with it, oh God, 
bit. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, you gonna bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be my spouse, nah, nigga. Nah, you don't I'm, got no choice nah, now, I'm nigga. With you you just, done already met my parents. Just know, and you met me, nigga. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but I don't want that to be the downfall of like my relationship or the relationship I have with my children. Absolutely. Because I don't want that to pass on, and then they're stuck in like at 25. They're like, oh. So you're supposed to tell people I love you? Or yeah. you're supposed to kiss them in public? And like, even if they feel like it's odd to even tell you as their parent exactly. that they love you. See, and that would break my heart. But that's what I don't want. And that's what I don't want at all. Because either. it took a long time for me. Like, it took up until I got to college and I wasn't around my parents as much to start saying, oh, I love you. Like, but now that I'm around them more often, I don't really say it as much. Well, my dad. He lives in Nigeria, so, so I text him, and yeah. I'm like, oh, love you, dad, like, yeah. type shit. But, like, now that I'm around my mom so often, and it's sad to say, like, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say this, because it's, like, a weird feeling that, like, okay, I know it's it's not fucking normal. Like, say, for instance, I'll be like, oh, good night, mom, I love you. Like, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. In the morning, I'm just like, oh, I told you I love you. Like, that's, it's, it's weird. It's, like, a it's weird almost, emotion. It's almost like I've. I've given you my love for exactly. this time. Exactly. Like, like, I'm like, oh. And that's what it is. But it, And then in the grand scheme of things, it's like you've never not loved them. It's exactly. literally just the action of just telling them. Yeah. And, and trust to me, me I, I relate. Trust me. To me, it's like the way that I show I love you is like, I'm going to help you do this. I'm going to pay this bill. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. I may not hug you. Nigga, I won't hug you, actually. I really won't hug you. Like... I can love you for years and years. I'm not going to hug you. I'm not going to kiss you. I'm not going to text you. I love you or tell you that. But you're going to know because I'm doing all the shit that you need done. Facts. So, last question because I don't want to get too deep because, you know, we're going to sit here and share our deepest, darkest secrets. And my cycle starting on Saturday. Like, I don't got time for that shit. Wow, I still don't get those. Oh, yeah, I got to tell you something off the mic. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. What's tea? No, 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 no. I I actually need your advice. Not... See, so, there's no tea. Y'all, I said when the it's season no started that she was glowing. Didn't I say it it's was no pregnancy? Tea. It's, I, Didn't it's I not, say it was pregnancy? I Somebody go back to season <gasps> two, episode one, and I told y'all motherfuckers <gasps> that she was glowing. I promise you it's not Now pregnancy. look, here we are in 2020. I'm about to be a godmother. Oh, she I knows. I promise you it's not pregnancy. <laughs> I know she knows. It's actually, it's like a touch, it's a touch on this. You're a fucking liar. I can but show you're you. You're going to be at my you're house pregnant. this weekend. I... You're Can't. fucking pregnant. I will throw myself down Red. the stairs. <laughs> like, I, and I'll push you. <laughs> thank you, because you know the vibes. And I said what I said 2020. Because, <laughs> honestly, I would really hit up Chris. I'll be like, yo, I need you to push me down the stairs. And I know she'll know what, what the fuck sta- I'm I'll be like, about. what staircase? I'll be like, just meet me at my house, because you know I got and some I know what staircase. staircase. <laughs> I know what staircase she's talking about. Hey, man, we got to do what we got to do. Hey, I ain't there yet. I mean, Shit. $500 are free. Hello. Hey, hello. <laughs> hello. What's a fall to and a that's G? Depe- and oh. that's dependent upon insurance, bitch. Because, you know, we we inching up on that time. Anyways. So. <laughs> Why you leave my daughter in April? Go on the, off the mic, I have some questions. So tell me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's just really sad because now I actually have to, you know. Be careful. Be very careful with myself. Anyways, um, uh, if you were going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what you, what would be important for him or her to know. If I'm going to be a friend with my partner. A close friend. A close friend with my partner. What's something that they need to know? Mm-hmm. Fuck. 
this is shit I gotta think about. Like, my God, fuck you, New York Times. No, I'm just kidding. No, this is a really good one. No, it really is a good one because this is something that you also have to think about. Um, if you're gonna be a close friend with me, um, damn. Okay, okay. I feel like something that somebody would need to know about me is while I might not even and it's kind of like contradictory because my love language is quality time. This bitch I don't have time for nothing. I, yeah, I also I don't, don't have, have to, yeah, I also don't have time for a lot of shit. But even when I don't have time for things, don't think that I'm absent. Like I'm no I'm mostly absent by circumstance or by choice. But I'm not absent because I want to be like, and if you need me, I'll be there. If it and and especially if I know it means a lot to you, I'll be there to the best of my ability. And if I can't, I'll be there in some fashion, whether it's supporting you in some way. So I don't ever want my quote unquote absenteeism to affect anybody that decides to be my close friend. Because I care a lot. Like, I really, really do. Like, I'm probably the friend that you could go to without judgment. And you can mm. go to without shame. Don't I know it. And you can go to for a solution. Because the girl next to me, both <laughs> of us, both of us are very solution-based. Both of us yep. will come to an answer. Mm-hmm. And um, don't be telling me about your problems, bitch. What are we going to do about it? Yeah, what are we going to do Am about it? Am I pushing it? you down the stairs or no? Because more often than not, the answer is going to be yes. You're going to have to push me. And that's um, that on that. And, and that's in multiple ways. Push mm-hmm. me down the stairs. Push me to go do certain things. Yep. Push me to believe in myself, to not question how I feel about certain things. Whatever it is. Like, I care whether I'm there or not. So don't think my absenteeism is anything less than just my physical being not being there. True. That's why I think people should know about me. For me, I think one. Anyone who like a dream come true. <laughs> I am a dream come true. That's the first thing you should know. Two. I think <laughs> Really, we need to start recording yeah, to this start on recording. video because this... <laughs> we're truthfully crackheads. I don't know how we do Jesus this. Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, well, first things first, you should know that I'm a very selfish bitch. And anyone who is close to me will understand this and they will know that this is not something that comes from a harsh place. And it's just attempt to be so wrapped up in myself. But even though I'm a very selfish bitch, I'm a good friend. You can't take that from me. Because one, I'ma check myself. Two, I'ma check you. And three. Um, she'll have you check her. Yep. That's very true. That's very true. Because more often than not, I'm texting my friends, I'm yo, bugging. am I bugging? Like, I'm wilding. Like, <laughs> that ass. I swear to God. Um, also, I think it's important to understand that I'm very principle based. Mm -hmm. So when like, I was just telling, it's so fucking weird. 
fuck it. I was telling Devontae this when we went to IHOP. The niggas took my... I wish there was a camera here, bro. Like, <laughs> the heaven, when I tell you the heaven's gates, they just... Because y'all know I'm not going to say the B word. So, yeah, the nigga's okay. name is... Uh, his mama named him Devontae. I'm going to call him Devontae. That's, his, that's what his mama named him. So, we went to IHOP. And I always get the same thing. I'm a creature of habit. I get the uh, big steak omelet. Socks with it. Oh, that's my bitch, order. Bitch. That's my order. That shit. That shit. And you got to get the sour cream. Yup. So I get the sour cream, the salsa. Okay. Nigga ordered whatever he ordered. I wasn't paying attention because I got a big steak omelet in my face. Right. And I got the side of hash browns, even though the hash browns is inside the omelet. Of course they are. You know, I'm a little greedy. I'm ready to eat. Boom, boom, boom. Dip the omelet in the in the salsa. Getting money. I was right. mad excited. All, All right. right. So based off of my reaction, my nigga now wanted to try the salsa. Mm-hmm. He asked me, can I get some salsa, babe? I said, no. Okay. I don't know if he thought I was joking. I don't know if he thought that this was cute. <laughs> nigga just reached over. I took the salsa. And I was like. Did you see the breath? I just took it. I was, like, I was really like, no. No, you did not. I felt like someone shot me. No, I was, like, was like, kind of like playing with my health. <laughs> like, what the hell? I was really like, did you? You, you just took the sauce. I, I, I see a dent in my like, salsa that wasn't there. I did not create it. So instead of you to just sit in your no or ask, hey, waitress, can I get some more salsa? I thought it was nice to just stick your little dusty. I don't even know what type of omelet this nigga had. But you stuck your omelet in my salsa after I said no. To me, it wasn't the situation because obviously I'm going to share. It's cool. But it was the principle. It was the principle. Because you said no. Thank. And that's all I want. Like, listen, I didn't even care about the stupid salsa no more. Just acknowledge the principle behind the situation. No means no. And that's the principle. And that's literally in every single factor of life. If I say no, no, you can't have my salsa. No, you can't you wear can't. my shoes. No. I'm still looking for a pair of shoes back, truthfully. <laughs> and no, you can't have no. anything, nigga. Stupid bitch. Well, well, I didn't call him a stupid bitch. No, you know um, that's just what I be calling. <laughs> but I just feel like it took him a, a like, not a long time, but it took him a, a, a while to realize, okay, I feel very violated. It took him a while to realize, okay, like, she's not upset about the sauce. Because at first he was like, yo, you're you're doing too much. Like, what the fuck are you doing? But then when he realized, all right, maybe it's not the salsa. Because I was really like, it's not the fucking salsa, my nigga. Like, come on. Yeah. So something as small as that, like, I can, I can argue about the littlest shit. Absolutely. But you just need to know about me. I'm not arguing about the situation. I'm never arguing about the situation. It's always, it's always the bigger principle. picture. So once you know that, you can you can understand me. You can read me like a book, my nigga. You will know why I'm mad. You'll know if I'm going to be mad for a long time or if I'm going to be mad for a short time. Yeah. Or if I'm going to forget why I'm mad in the first place. Yeah. And, like, not to say that, like, you know, Faith and I are in love or anything. I mean, we are. We basically we are, are at this point. But, yeah. um... That's I think that's why her and I work so well because even when we do have disagreements, we understand each other as people. So she knows that 
even though I'm not always, you know, hanging out with her every weekend or whatever the case may be, she, there's never a time when she can't hit me up and she thinks that I don't care. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I will always care. I will always be there with her until she doesn't need me in that moment anymore. And on her side, if there's ever something that she comes to me with, I know that it's not literally what happened. Like, it's just the bigger picture around it that mm-hmm. bothered her. So even if it's something like so specific as, oh, I feel like, you know, you shouldn't have bought, like borrowed my shirt because I feel like, you know, I wanted to wear it and I feel like you didn't want, like, that's something so minor, mm-hmm. but it's the principle of knowing that I shouldn't have used it. Yep. And that's what needs to be addressed because all the little shit is so fleeting. Like that shit could just go away. Yep. And that's a part of knowing your friend. It's a part of knowing your partner. It's a part of knowing anybody that you love. Like, you need to know your audience. And I've been saying this for how many episodes now? You need to know the person that you're dealing with. And that's why certain relationships work. And that's why certain relationships don't work. Definitely. So at the end of the day, know your audience. Because you might feel like something is beneficial in your mind. But if it is so far-fetched from their mind, it will never work. Mm. I'm sorry. It just won't. What are some key takeaways from this episode that you can name Ooh. off top um both articles in mind no definitely um i feel like you need to be more like dating and relationships are way more introspective than we think they are um it takes Ooh, that's a fancy word what that means <laughs> introspective meaning it's it's not like uh it's not necessarily a rule book Mm-hmm. You know, it's not do this, do this, do this, do this, boom, see, you're yeah. going to succeed. You know, with every rule one, there's a caveat mm-hmm. because not everybody is going to follow rule one. Right. So you need to understand that any relationship that you're in, any dating situation that you're in, it's going to take stepping outside of yourself and like really understanding and thinking about the situation that you're in. And fact of the matter is, all of the introspection that you do, that you do, it might come out at the end of the day that it's not for you. And that's not something that you should be like, oh, well, nigga, I did all of this. I did all of that. And you still ain't this. You don't have to do all of that. It just simply might not be for you. And I think that rings true with both things. Because in the first article, I feel like obviously, like those are like the, you know, the the parts where you can technically that you might go wrong. So being mindful of all of the things that were said in the first article, you can say, well, looking into all of this, if I don't feel that this matches what I want to do with somebody, then that person ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the other article, those are some deep ass questions. Like even me, I didn't even get to the deep shit. <laughs> right, like even me answering the questions in front of one of my best friends and my producer that I've known for however long. Um, you know, if I feel like I can't answer those kind of questions with somebody that I want to share the rest of my life with, so to speak, that ain't the person for me. Mm. So yeah, introspection is. I have to look outside of myself in order to make things work for me and somebody else. 
Well, I'm going to tell y'all straight up. As I said, fuck that nigga on the first date. One, two. Niggas, don't take her to no chain restaurant because she's judging you. Three, it's always the principal. Mm-hmm. And that's period, honey. Like, that's, I think that that's a great summary for this episode because, bitch. It's, it's truthfully is all about the principal. Bitch, all about the principal. You, you, I hope you're not waiting to the fucking eight weeks to fuck a nigga that you knew you wanted to fuck. Because how one. dumb are you for counting? Like, because not only that. If you do find out on week eight that he has a small PP, what do you do with yourself? And who do you who do you point your anger to? Do towards? you like him enough to stay through wax? Small PP? No. Do you like her um, enough to stay through a wax whack pussy? Like whack head even. Huh? Oh, Jesus Darryl? Christ. You're Darryl. not on the I'm mic. Not, not you're not on the mic. mic. Nope, you're not. No. You're just shouting. Exactly. <laughs> um but everybody take take from this episode what you will there are a lot of things that can be thought of through both of these articles we didn't even get into like the whole meat and bones mm. of the 36 questions to love if you want to hear that in depth let us know well no dead ass we'll actually touch on it just make sure if you what it's in bio <laughs> what bio instagram oh my god I... if you really trying to read these questions be cautious as to who you reading these questions and answering Amen. them with because this shit got me saying fucking i love you bitch that don't even sound right Thanks. that not shit not out of my <laughs> mouth bitch no the fuck it don't but this fucking article got me talking about oh baby i love you like the fuck that episode about love questions and fuck New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck New York Times. Fuck New York Times. Times. <laughs> trying to expose Y'all me motherfuckers some... got me in some shit. <laughs> and I said, what the fuck up? No, nah, let's get it. Hire me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, dead ass. <laughs> um, but that wraps up this episode of We Are That Podcast. Um, I'm going to go through the normal spiel that I go through all the time. For our group, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Are That Pod. You can send us anything you want at We Are That Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on SoundCloud, We Are That Podcast. You can subscribe to us at We on Apple Music at We Are That Podcast. Um, we will soon be on Spotify and all that good shit. Don't worry about it. We do what we do at our time. To know us is to love us and to understand us. Um, but me, the wine drinker, and her, say, the wine you drinker. You know who's back, because Daryl had to remind you. Bitch. <laughs> it's a little late. It's getting late. You no. Why'd you have to That's my sh- Go ahead, Joe Scott. Beside me. So Ain't that poetry? It is poetry. <laughs> I know you know how I feel about Marsha Ambrosius, so fuck it. Let's um, not start this. Shit. No, we're not going to start it at all. Um, but today we actually had three wines. One of them we disregarded extremely quickly because it no wasn't our. No thanks to you, th- It wasn't our um, favorite chin. I don't mean to um, call you out on this episode, but you were the one that said that this was good. It's grapefruit flavored rosé. If you like grapefruit, like if you want to feel like you just chewed on a grapefruit, it literally felt feels that's like you, for you. Not even like you know. How like I like sim- it. I like it. Why are You're you not shouting? Oh my god! <laughs> it is me. Do we even have the bottle anymore? No, I don't know where it went. Um, and that's that's like telling. Rose, grape, that's telling. Don't expose yourself to things that, or don't continue to expose yourself to things that mm-hmm. you don't like. Set, set your those, boundaries. Set your. And we've been saying this for that's how a, that's long? That's a theme now. for twenty twenty. Set your boundaries. Long? So, 
that is in somebody's trash in our recording studio. Um, if you want to um, find out what it is, I'm sorry. I can't provide that to you because we really just disposed of it as quickly as we tried it. Um, Yikes. I mean, it'll be on the post. It will. It will be on the post. So, so shout you can out to our Instagram followers at WeAreThatPod. You'll see it on the post exactly. this week. Um, it's cute because all of our wines were pink this episode. We didn't plan that. We didn't actually. plan it at all. It just happened. Um, our second wine is called Be Flirty, which is also a mantra for 2020. No, it's if not, If you're bitch. single. I was about to say, because that should be getting me in trouble, If bitch. you're single, be Glad flirty. Be punched in the head. Shoot your shot, man or woman. But don't shoot your shot if you know you can't make it. See, let me say it. All right. <laughs> the whole shoot your shot thing is really annoying. It's a dangerous piece of advice. It absolutely is. Because if you tell me to shoot my shot, I'm going to shoot. Shoot or shoot. You didn't say shoot your shot, but only do it if you're single. You just said shoot your shot. So I listen. So shoot your shot only if you're single. So now <laughs> Shorty can't shoot her shot right now. I haven't shot so, a shot since, I don't know. It's back been in my day. Back in my day. We brought it. No. Um, <laughs> but it's called Be Flirty. It's a pink Moscato. Um, y'all know what pink y'all know what Moscato tastes like. It's sweet. That's, that's sweet. It. Yeah. It's this shit really cold. does look like a cognac with a little drizzle of like it a look, rose on yeah, it. Yeah, it looked like honey with love in it. That ass, like a sweet honey. It's being, Even when it poured, I was like, oh bitch. Yeah. It, and it has a lot of mantras on here. It says, be flirty, be fresh, be bright. Be radiant, be unforgettable, be playful. All in all is say fuck that nigga. All in all is fuck the nigga on the first date. Literally. Truth this be is told. a theme. And the last one. Fuck him with protection though. Yes, please. Um, last one, classic. Mm-hmm. Very classic. Goes without fail. Very standard. You could probably get it at any liquor store, big, small, whatever. It's Sutter Home Wise. But Zinfandel. you can get that shit at CVS if you were like New York. Yeah, Florida, but Jersey. And me, I'm a wine drinker. I've expanded my horizons a little bit, but I will still go to a Sutter Home. Always come home. You always come home. Yeah, at the end of the night, you always do come home. Or Mm. the next morning, next weekend. Eventually, you make it home. So you come home to Sutter Home. And Wise Infidel is the way to go. And we 100%. Sutter Home is like that bitch where it's like. Oh, he could play around, but he know where home is. Yeah, but Sutter Home is the one that knows that their place is solidified. They're not the one that just be playing like, oh yeah, he always know where home. But like, she's getting played too. Sutter Home <laughs> don't get played. Sutter Home doesn't get played. I'm Sutter make Home that a sound clip. Sutter Home <laughs> is good in my book, and you know, you honestly, you just. Truthfully, can't go wrong with it. But I'm gonna go through the spiel with the social medias again because now I'm done with um the wines. I know you don't have your quote. Actually, bitch, shut you the it's fuck beca- up. It's because I, I to shut you the fuck up. It's because I told her. Actually, it's really not. It's based off of a song that I was listening to all day. Oh, uh, what song is it? I love a good song. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> So this week's quote, um, at, what are we at? Episode eight, nine? Yes, eight. All right. Eight. Listen, this is eight weeks of me going strong. 
Whew, I'm getting a little tired. But um, I committed to giving you niggas a quote every week. So guess what the fuck you niggas is going to get? A song lyric. But it's still a motherfucking quote. And that's fine. Song lyrics are quotes just in Shit. harmonious form. <laughs> okay. This week's quote is coming from Prophet Timaya, Nigerian artist. Um, great song. In the song, he says, This life, I can't kill myself. I can't kill myself, ooh. I can't kill myself. Allow me to flex, ooh. End quote. That is a theme that y'all motherfuckers need to take from this day until the end of your lives. I'm not even going to say until the end of 2020. That's not a theme for the year. That's a theme for your fucking life, bitch. Yeah. When someone says, more, more specifically when an African says, I can't keep myself. I, I'm not going to do past what I can do. Like, I'm not going to, like... Over I'm literally not yourself. going to kill myself. Like I'm not going to overexert myself. Ah, it's, uh, it's okay. Like it's it's, it's really not fine. by force. It's really not by force. Like just allow it and just rest. I think that's my favorite line. It's what? not by force. It's really not by force. <laughs> Nothing not. in this life is by force. It's, it's okay. I can't kill myself. Anytime that you, if you hear me say, ah, it's okay. I can't kill myself. Like I'm not. Fuck you. Basically, what I'm saying is fuck you, and I'm not going to. Put myself in a situation that I'm uncomfortable in just for you. I can't keep myself. Mm-hmm. I'm setting my boundaries, nigga. Mm-hmm. I can't keep myself. Anytime I'm about to set a boundary, I'm going to say, I can't keep myself. And set your boundaries when it comes to anything, especially mm-hmm. what we talk about today, dating. There are some things that people want to bestow upon you that are way beyond what you want. And you are 100% able to be like, I can't, I can't kill myself. Like I'm That's, not gonna just do this just because you know you might be a little bit fine or whatever. Like there's a little bit fine niggas everywhere. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> I can't kill myself. Can apply to anything. Examples: You're at work. They want you to do something that you really don't feel like fucking doing every day. I'm gonna add this caveat. Make sure you have another job lined up. Absolutely. And say I can't kill myself. Absolutely. You go home, your mom wants you to wash the fucking dishes. Make sure your mom is not African and say, Absolutely. I can't keep myself. Your bitches want you to go out, but you know your nigga's about to spaz out. Turn to your nigga and say, I, I can't, can't keep myself. And neither can you. That's it too. And neither can In you. In this life, the only thing that you can do is enjoy. Don't come and kill yourself. It's okay. I, I, it's okay. So, so, where are you? There's nothing. All of that extra ginger, extra grunt. You don't need it. Just know you can apply. If your professor gives you some shit on September 6th and she says that shit is due December 14th and it's December 13th at 1130 and you still ain't do it. Okay. Make sure that you know you're going to fail, but you can still say, I, I can't, can't kill myself. myself. I can't kill myself. That's it. That's it. Just know that you can't kill yourself with 30 minutes left until you're dead. I mean, like, it's possible. I've done it. Look I've done me. it. I still graduated Multiple from times. Rutgers. It's still okay. I graduated as well. Um, just know the point of this is that you can't kill yourself. Allow yourself to flex. That's it. Just carry that mantra with you from 2020 onwards. Yes. That shit will never expire, bitch. Even when you're 97. Hmm. Maybe. 
things have tried to kill you in this life, but you can still say, I can't kill myself. Amen. <laughs> and with that, um, like I said before, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Are That Pod. You can email us anything that you want at We Are That Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on SoundCloud at We Are That Podcast. You can subscribe to us on Apple Music at We Are That Podcast. Subscribe, bitch. And we're going to get on Spotify. We're going to get on all that good shit. Just know that slow and steady wins the race. So that's mm-hmm. the mantra that we are also living on. I can't keep myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not, we're admittedly not tech savvy people. So just know that when it comes, it will come, and we will let you know as soon that as she's gonna hit you like a brick. So I'm saying, like me, <laughs> truthfully, <'cause laughs> it took it took me a minute to figure out the Apple Music shit, Apple Podcast shit. Um, not Apple Music, Apple Podcast. Um, you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Kristen Dior underscore. K-R-I-S-T-I-O. You know what I'm saying? Like the Pops Will song, just Kristen, not Christian. Uh, it's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-D-I-O-R underscore. Oh, I don't know why I was like, so uh, uh, like, <laughs> The hell? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Follow me at, I'm going to give you two options. Try both. Um, That's I don't know what, I can't keep myself. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's either at underscore Chief Ugo or at Chief Ugo underscore. I think it's the latter. At Chief Ugo underscore? I think it's the latter. All right. Well, just know. If it's wrong, sorry. I don't know. I gave you two choices. It's one of those. I just know some Chief Ugo. Follow me. She a baddie with a fatty, you feel me? You know how he is zipping it and zooming it. You know. And then you can follow West Indian. West Indian Schwitty. Who's our third co-host you y'all you'll never know you might hear her sooner rather than later you never hey. know you never know I, the return of carly the return, return of carly of the man return of the schwitty hey <laughs> <laughs> no, i was kidding that was funny um but you can follow her at west india schwitty don't tell her don't let her tell you a shorty it's schwitty um at w-e-s-t-i-n-d-i-a-n-s-h-w-t-y and with all that being said, everybody, thank you all for listening. We love when you guys listen and give us feedback. Come mm-hmm. back next week. Mm-hmm. And that, everybody, is the that on that. Period.